1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Attacking Third CBS Sports Soccer Podcast. I'm Sandra Herrera, lead NWSL writer for CBS Sports, joined today by Lori Lindsay, former U.S. international midfielder. We're here to chat all things we can recap. We have a lot of games to go through. We've got NWSL action that we've got to chat a little bit about. We've got WSL action that we've got to chat about I'm excited about that we this is going to be like our first women's super league recap so I'm excited for that we've been we're Thick in NWSL playoff push right now. So two different energies, I think, for two different leagues and, and different phases of their season season at the moment. So we're going to take a couple deep dives in some of the games here from across the weekend. But, uh, but first, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Quick reminder to watch all of our Attacking Thirds episodes, previews, recaps, interviews on YouTube. Subscribe to our page to get notified whenever we go live at youtube.com slash attacking third. Lori? Thanks for being here again. Lisa's still yeah. out. She's like still enjoying her vacation. Hopefully, <laughs> fingers crossed, right? That she's she's getting the R and R, and and you're back with me again. Abel, I I have I have someone to talk soccer with uh, again. <laughs> I don't have to be on here alone and, and rambling into the void. How oh, <laughs> you doing today?
2: Yeah, great to see you. What a weekend! Oh my goodness! Oh
1: my gosh! <laughs>
2: I even showed you a text after the Aston Villa. Oh uh, God! <laughs> you
1: know, so like, well. I was ready. Uh, Lori and I were chatting a little bit before we we hit live here, and I, I was ready to come on here and say, "I'm pretty sure we got every single one of these yeah. picks." Wrong. But <laughs> we ran down down uh, some of the picks, and we were like, "Actually, that's not totally correct." But for sure, Aston mm-hmm. Aston Villa and, and, and Manchester City, we'll have some fun with that one. We uh, when we dive into it. Let's let's kick things off though. Here, let's let's chat a bit about. And WSL, because one of the things that we were, you know, talking a bit about in the preview of this stuff, and we're going to sort of kind of have this energy through the remainder of the month, quite frankly, is like some of these matchups that when we take a look at them. In the weeks ahead, they're going to have a certain amount of storylines going into them, certain amount of energy and urgency around them because they're going to have those like playoff push or playoff bound type of narratives around them. Right. And there were a ton of those types of games taking place this weekend So let's get into them. We're actually going to go in chronological order here. So maybe this one isn't, uh, you know, particularly on people's radars. Like, hey, like this was going to be one that had like massive playoff uh, implications. But we had Racing Louisville and Orlando Pride kick things off on Friday. Louisville picking up all three points. Their first win since May 22nd, a 2-0 Victory over Orlando Pride. Laurie, when we were talking about this game, we made we made our picks. We went with Louisville in this one, and we said, "Listen, because of some of the matchups that are going on, and because of some of those, because of some of those storylines around some of those particular matches, that maybe this was one where we were still going to get a good game." Mm-hmm but going to have a little bit different energy because with you have Louisville side here that knows what their end game is. The end game yes. is, Hey, we have to, we're done. We're out of contention for the playoffs. We've got to build up to next season going up against an Orlando uh, pride team. That's kind of been knocked down a few pegs in that kind of outside looking in mm-hmm. kind of brink of elimination scenario. So we, we were curious of the type of game we we're going to get, but a couple good goals here. Nadine. Nadim, in the in the tenth minute, DeMello, Fiftieth minute, all three points. What were some of your th- uh, thoughts in this game?
2: Yeah, well, I'm thinking that's our only correct pick. So <laughs> we started the weekend off strong, and then well, then that went wild. But okay. um, uh, for us, uh, no, listen, I think it's exactly right. I thought, you know, the first like what was it? The first couple minutes where Tim Rack it was like kind of like the off the training ground set piece, and then yep. Tim Rack kept the post. You know, those are the things that I think. At this point in time, depending on where you are, sit like you know, we, and we'll talk about um Kansas City, but um, being the last game of the weekend, but that team seems to have like some energy behind them, right? And I think right. sometimes it, it depends on like where you are in the season and how much you have going for you or not, whether or not that affects the game. And I think with the Tim Rack hitting the post, that could have changed the course of this game, obviously, going up one zero early on. But I think it allowed Louisville to, like, work their way in and then started to get some control. And, listen, one of the things that we said coming into this this weekend and that game in particular is, are we going to see Louisville, since they don't have really anything to play for this season, are we going to see them play a little bit more freer? And I think we did. And, I, listen, you have also have Jess McDonald. You have Nadim. You have DeMello, who scored the, the second goal. Those three players leading the attack, I mean, that is a, a great attack. And you can kind of say this for – some of the other teams too. I mean, have they been playing their best soccer? Have they, is their record showing the talent that they have? I would say probably not. Like, listen, they haven't had a lot of great um, results too, but I thought that was a, a fantastic ball from Jess McDonald. Oh man. I mean, in Ekic had made a run for like a little cutback ball, but actually opened up some of that space, and then mm-hmm. to be able to pinpoint that ball across to team for the tap in, I thought that was one of the best goals of the weekend, quite frankly. So I, I
1: I also thought that that Katie Lund had a, another fantastic yeah, showing in net for for this team. I mean, it's not like Orlando wasn't active right mm-hmm. in the final third, so having to come up with a couple big saves there um, or not a couple, but several big saves there in in this game for, for Louisville, I think sort of kept things in check for Mm -hmm. racing along the way. And uh, yeah, I'm with you. I think that was one of the things we were also talking a little bit about. It's like when it comes to this, this racing Louisville side, it's like, yeah, you kind of know what your end game is here. You're not going to the playoffs. You got to build up for for next year. But that that we also included the coach in that. We were like, look, like what is Bjorkgren going to show here mm-hmm. to to his players, to the to the franchise, to the supporters who have been going out to these games and and showing up for racing, like what to to look for down the line here. And and I sort of felt like, hey, finally, we're getting these like plethora of players all together. You know, you have your young your young players. You have your your veteran players. Your your Nadim, your McDonald, your you know your your new uh, you know international acquisition. And, and one, one like get them together on yeah. the pitch. Start like having them you know really like at the same time. And we wanted to see that, and we got to see that a bit um, in this game. So maybe you know uh, this is the first of the, of the last remaining uh, couple games. where we'll get to maybe see Racing put some things uh, to, together down the stretch. But uh, this this one I think was a, was the fun one to kind of kick off uh the, the weekend of action and like you said it kind of maybe <laughs> was it gave us a little bit of disillusion we were like oh yeah we made a good pick here like we'll be all right <laughs> and oh, <good>. <laughs> let's keep it moving uh we got to uh, washington spirit versus new jersey new york gotham fc this one i think we felt similarly we we're like spirit are like kind of got to play with a bit of sense of urgency. They're one of those teams in the bottom half of the table that need so many things to go their way. And the only real thing that they can control right now in front of them is to win. They got to win out and hope that everything else kind of worked out in their favor around them. So for, for this one, uh, two zero, uh, going up uh, against Gotham getting the win. And this one goes from McKeown and Sanchez late in the game, Poached love a poacher goal in this. Yeah. One. Some of your thoughts on this game, Lori?
2: Yeah, I think this is what we expected, right? Like, I, mean, yeah. I think one of the, the kind of storylines with the spirit has been they have been in or better in every game, just haven't gotten the results. And so now, two consecutive victories. I mean, actually, this is another good pick for us. I mean, we really did start <laughs> <probably. laughs>
1: showing uh, <think> after this,
2: <laughs> however. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's a bummer because actually they are completely out now, right? They can't, I think they're. Comp-
1: uh, you know what I should have had up? Shout out to Jason Anderson, our colleague. He, yeah. he has a great piece on pro soccer Wire right now that 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 has yeah. like so many of the insane kind of scenarios for for every uh, single team. There's there's a bunch of tiebreakers, uh, I think. In play. Right. Yeah. So yeah. for this one,
2: that'll be the case for North Carolina, I think, too. They need some help and stuff, too. But yes, check out that piece because it is excellent. Um, but I mean, listen, I, I enjoyed this game. It's what we thought. I mean, Trinity Rodman, Sanchez continue to lead the way, right? you see seen who's who can score goals. I mean, it's this is this is what we thought. And I think at this point in time too, you have to keep going if um you're Gotham. I mean, it's always gonna be tough to try to get yourself out of this. Um, but with like a sort of an early goal for well,
1: actually it was the 51st minute, but yeah. a dominant um You're looking I think you think you're looking at a second half where the spirit just were like okay yeah. that's enough of that <laughs> like you yes. could tell there was a reset button that was kind of hit in in the in, in half that was something that I was looking at too or I know that in in the preview we wanted to look at we're like hey like this Gotham team that we're seeing down the stretcher is uh, c- competitive. They're looking co- a little bit more competitive in a different way than they were maybe in in months prior. Yeah. Like the energy's the just different kind of coming into these games. Um. Maybe the scoreline doesn't reflect that, but I think when you're looking in the timing in which these goals took place, you kind of look at and see maybe it was a little bit perhaps of a, a more even you know first half compared to to the second half here for Gotham where they finally or for the Spirit excuse me where they finally got the the breakthrough goals here yeah. for them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean,
2: and and I think I completely agree with that. And I think we've, we even heard like some of the players for Gotham saying now they're looking to be a a spoiler right in this. um, So it's exactly what you expect. Uh, But it's unfortunate because I think this Washington spirit team is, is fun and they're good. Right. And I would have liked to see them um, again, check out Jason Anderson's (laughs)
1: um, article, but yeah. like the math, the math is still there the math yeah. is still there but it's just like there's just the scenarios are just like yeah they're like out of this world for order yeah. in order for it to happen like you've got like three or four other teams who need to be involved right. in in some other um having some missteps let's say uh along along the way uh but love uh, loved the the ending the second goal here for yeah. you know for for the spirit just you know tough tough break for somebody like a Michelle Betos, you know, veteran goalkeeper uh, of this league, but um, you have somebody like, like Sanchez, you gotta be better with the feet there, right. Going in, in, in those type of uh, kind of, especially late game scenarios at this, at this point, it's, it's one zero and you still kind of have that energy that, that anything can happen, but Sanchez just hovering and hovering and just waiting for the, for the perfect timing and being able to have the presence of mind to, to stay with it and kind of slot that away. I thought was really, really good for, for the young player.
2: Yeah, I agree. Uh, one thing too, I think that maybe there's been some talk about this, but I think this this Washington team is a lot deeper than it's been given credit for. I mean, they've had yeah. they've been riddled with some injuries of some key oh, players yeah. throughout this entire season. And again, the results haven't been there, but they have certainly been in the games, or if not yeah. the better team majority of that. So uh it's yeah. been it's been interesting to see some of these these players like rise to the occasion, even step up, right? Um mm-hmm. in, in different ways. And Mickey early on injured, but obviously as a goal scorer and important piece. So um still without like a Andy Sullivan.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. a big those are, those that's those are big points to make. Yeah. Quite frankly, I mean, yeah, that's a huge piece in, in Sullivan. I mean, particularly across their defensive line, right? Mm-hmm. Like having I mean, Sonic, who's been in and out constantly with uh, lingering injuries. And O'Hara
2: Brooks out this game. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah, so. laughs>
1: right. Yeah. So uh, it's just kind of, it was like, what's this going to look like defensively for, for them? But uh shut out kind of bold well right for for what that means for them. uh, we'll see where the spirit go <laughs> after this and and uh, all the wild scenarios that have to to come into play for them to continue to be in in, in contention. another team uh still on the hunt, uh North Carolina courage, yeah, taking on o l rain. we talked about it in the preview. We we're like, look, North Carolina courage, one of the hottest teams right now. Going into this match, I believe they had a bit of a, a win streak going on. I think they had three under their belt, um, scoring goals. It was like, hey, like maybe this is a tough team to go up against right now. And then having O.L. Rain be the one to sort of snap things back into reality. Lori, I thought you made a really good point in the preview. You said like, hey, this, this could be a game that could maybe determine a couple of other different things in the playoff picture. Is this going to be the game that's, that's maybe going to have some implications for – outside of these two teams and look it was it was all rain in in Mm -hmm. in this one uh and that includes unfortunately all the goals quick start technically for the courage in this one Mm -hmm. own goal in the sixth minute by Alana cook but the rain needing very little time to sort of turn things around and look big big time players make big time plays right you've got rose lavelle and Megan Rapino making things happen again mm-hmm. for this rainside Lavelle with the equalizer in the 11 minute and Megan Rapino with a delicious mm-hmm. scenario in the 26 minute to make things 2-1 and that's how this one closed out that's all they needed mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I thought, you know, and I thought there was like North Carolina, I thought Tullis-Joyce was really good and made yeah. some big saves in goal for them. I, I still do slightly worry about, and I think I said this in the preview, O.L. Reign defensively, because yeah. they do commit so many players for And I think for a team that um, is very much like, can be in consideration to to win the championship, right? To at least get to the, the final and make their way. I mean, put themselves in a, oh, the big win for them on the road. Um, but I think, you know, when you look at this North Carolina team, you know, they did put them under pressure and there, there could have been some opportunities for them to go ahead, at least. I mean, I think we saw in early on in that game, too, how exposed O.L. Reign is on set pieces. I mean, it was wide yeah. open for Caroline that told us Joyce came. So I think those are some areas that need to be cleaned up. And I think it was just exactly what we saw, we thought North Carolina also being a little bit exposed defensively. So it kind of played out um, in the areas where we were like, oh, how's this going to go? Even though we did have North Carolina winning, I thought with the pressure on them to have to get the three points, to put them in the best position playing at home with how they had been offensively, I thought they would have been um, a little bit more precise in front of goal, but I mean, credit to credit to the rain. I mean, finding ways to get it done, at least getting points. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I thought I, uh, Sullivan was really good though. In the, I, I mean, I always think of Sullivan, but even more in this game, I think she is such an important piece and will be, has always been, but will be going forward because she's such a linker when she gets on the ball more and she's active, then she, yeah. she separates players like Debina to be able to go forward. And I thought that was, was pretty. Um, no, evident. it was
1: evident. They were working, working, trying to work that out a little bit. When yeah. you have that linchpin and, and, kind of player to be able to sort of expose other, other spaces, you know, on the pitch I, look, it was, I don't think it was for, for lack of effort or, you know, competition, mm-hmm. you know, it just, for, it, out. it just, again, I maybe it was one of these games where we're Joyce just had another one, you know, yeah. for, for, for That's all awesome. rain, just started kind of coming, coming up big, you know, and, and again, like similar to the spirit, like looking at, at the rain and maybe their defensive shape, like, how they've been pushing numbers, right. In terms of, in terms of the attack, but also having somebody like, you know, Lou Barnes out, like, what is that going to look like for, for this team? But, um, Uh, again yeah this was this was a little bit had it was like hey like is this gonna be a a little bit of a sniff of the playoffs going on here in in this game and and i thought it was good i thought it was exciting in 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 that aspect i was i was quite surprised quite frankly to had not seen more goals in the second half yeah um but that's also not uncommon with this rain side right Mm. like we we see them collect their chances and unfortunately not get the finish um and it's it's kind of wild to me to imagine that this game was more or less wrapped up in terms of the scoreline um in, in the first half and again for 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 carolina again similar to the spirit they're still making this this push um yeah. you know kind of on the outside looking in just just uh you know outside of the positions of the upper half of the table um but still going to need some things to work out in, in in front of them. And similar to most teams in their position, got to win out. And this is not uh, one that's uh, particularly helpful of a, of a result, but we'll see where they land uh, in, in the next week. Uh, let's yeah. talk a well, little I'm bit about...
2: I'm just going to add one thing, too, because yeah. I think you do make a good point about Lou Barnes being out and Jimena Lopez obviously not new to the league and excellent yeah. foot. But then you also have vendor Yacht. You have Stanton that made yeah. that the start. So, I mean, I think that absolutely needs to be highlighted because oh, we're, yeah. we're seeing their depth as well right mm-hmm. um you know i was saying i was a little bit worried defensively but also you're making some changes here and you're yeah. playing on the road against a really good north carolina team um, especially with some of their attackers obviously some of the best in the league so that is that is a huge result away from home yeah. at this point in time in the season and the match that meant so much so
1: no that's it, a good that's a good point to to bring up and make too because uh, you would imagine I think anyone would imagine that this phase of the season, it's really about continuing to kind of keep your usual suspects right in order on the pitch. Like you want to have your typical starting 11 continue to get as much playing time together as you're possibly heading into, um, you know, the phase of the playoffs. Um, So to be able to have some of your players who are mostly considered your considered your depth players, get out here and go and continue to get, uh, you know, these types of minutes and continue to put on these types of performances, I think bodes well. Yeah. You know, especially if you're one of those upper half table teams and you have what's considered your depth players or your bench players getting massive minutes and knowing that they can mm-hmm. essentially rise up to the occasion should you need to call their number yeah. in a potential playoff scenario. So yeah, I'm in agreement with you. That's a really good point um, it's to bring up out of this game for the rain for Chicago Red Stars in Houston. This is where things started to turn for us a little bit, Lori, in terms of our picks. Listen, I said I wasn't going to – I can't do it. I had to manifest as much as I could for Chicago from here on out. And I said I'm not picking against them on attack in third from here on out. And look – the 1-0 scoreline, I think for me, Lori, again, is another one of these games where it doesn't tell the whole story yeah. of some of these matches that we saw. There were there were a few games, right? I think you can make an argument for any of these games that, oh, it's going to be a playoff preview or it's going to have a playoff energy. But there's, so, there's some particular games here that really kind of had that more than other. And I think that this was one of them. For sure, one zero, all three points going to Houston. The scenarios coming into this game. I mean, you had two teams level on points. They had like four <laughs> tiebreakers between them. I mean, this was absolutely the type of game that you were looking at and said something has to, something has to give you, Something has to break for these two teams sitting, uh, you know, just between each, uh, just between each other in the standings, level on points, and then now goes by way of Houston right now, as they got all three points, 25th minute Ebony Salmon massive this, this goal ridiculous quarterbacked by Jane Campbell. Outrageous. Give me some of your thoughts on this game. Yeah. I
2: thought that was, uh, that was one of my, if that's probably my favorite goal of of the weekend, I thought it was, and it it made, it makes sense because with the way um, Chicago set up with the three backs. That's how you can expose a three back. If you go quickly, good ball in. And then, um, Final pass into Salmon. And that is a difficult, that is such a difficult finish. I mean, oh. for her to be taking it um, and just trying to curl it around, obviously against one the, <laughs> the best and with a listener, yeah. too. So, yeah, I thought that was a, a fun goal, a, a great goal. And I thought, I, I think you make a good point. This is a game that was pretty back and forth, pretty even. Can, and you would expect that, right, between these two teams. I think they were even. Uh, identical and goal differential coming in. This yeah. so it's yeah. like outrageous how even, even these two teams are, I mean, obviously opportunities for, for Chicago, even in that, the opening minutes of the second half with Rachel Hill, finding some space, playing with yeah. Steven, Ella Stevens. I, that should have been in the back of the net. That should have been the yeah. equalizer. Um, but, you know, back and forth. And I think regardless, these two teams are in, in good positions. Right. Um, and, yeah, this is what you need, right? I think this is this is what you need for these two teams at this point in time, given the season. I still kind of think, even though Houston is, I wouldn't consider them a young team, but they do have young players, and they're young in terms of their yeah. exposure to the playoffs recently, yeah. right? And then you have Chicago, who we do know is young. They have some veteran players, obviously, in their spine that are so important that have been here. They are in the championship last year. We all know that. However, I think this was an important game to like figure out ways for Houston to get the win away from home at this point in time in the season, right? To like get them back on track. And I think Chicago still are like, okay, listen, we've had some inconsistencies, but we've also been consistent in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And you just, you bounce back and you find a way to get the next, get points at the next game. So I think it is in mentality-wise was an important game regardless of the result. Cause I think both yeah. teams will take something from that.
1: Yeah. I'm with you. I think coming out of, um, the match week that the Red stars had, right, mm-hmm. kind of having the, the game on Friday and then going to Wednesday and then now having a game on uh, Saturday. um it was a, a little bit of a, a match heavy week for them and I'm not necess- I didn't necessarily see like something like, oh, the legs are getting lost underneath them and you sort of heard things out of the post game where it didn't necessarily sound like they were you know, entirely de- dejected. I mean, even coming out of that you know four zero, you know, blowout that they had against Mm -hmm. Kansas City, despite being the winners in that one. Um, You know, Hill talking about how, like, hey, there were a ton of lessons in this game and, um, you know, it's important for a young team like us, because they have such so many young players to kind of build that confidence at the right time, but still Mm -hmm. make sure that you're taking those lessons out of these games. And perhaps this was um, this game against Houston is another one of those types of games, but on this, this time they're just on, on the losing end um, of that one. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. One of those, those opportunities are going to come, come back and haunt you. If you do find yourself in the playoffs, really mm-hmm. good ball in good run, quite frankly, Viola Stevens. I really think she's coming on pretty strong for this red stars team towards the uh, final stretch here. Um, those are the types of, of moments that you're going to want to absolutely nail in a mm-hmm. playoff yeah. c- uh, scenario uh, for real. So just sort of seeing, you know, Pew continuing her form in this one, despite not g- getting on the scoreboard. Again, <laughs> we're watching this player, um, Excel on the pitch at at an incredible time for, for this team. And uh, especially in dead ball scenarios as well. Mm -hmm. Like Malpew is, I'm not sure if there's a better dead ball scenario player right now. Uh, if Malpew and whether she's not winning him or trying to serve Mm him up, um, yeah, she's been uh, she's been uh, outstanding and got knocked around a little bit. The bench wasn't happy. I was it's just there. Some physicality and you know, Yeah, yell, like, and you know, I think of, of some of the games this weekend. I think yeah. this was one of the ones that really did kind of have that that playoff yeah, uh, uh, kind of. Yeah. That that playoff energy to it, because you're going to get a little physical sometimes in in some of these games, you know, try Mm -hmm. to, um, you know, when you've got heavy hitters going up against one another. So uh, you can't shy away from that. You know, Mm -hmm. I I think once something like playoffs come around, if Chicago find themselves, um, you know, in another uh, playoff, that that, that's something that, uh, you know, there's going to be footage mm-hmm. on that. You know, there's going to, mm-hmm. they're going to say, Hey, like you just give the red stars a little, get a little rough and tumble with them. Maybe you'll be mm-hmm. able to, to go ahead and, and, and frustrate. So again, like there's a lot of good things here, I think coming off for, for both teams. Mm-hmm. Um, And uh I liked this one in particular because of how even they were going into this uh match in the standings where Houston said, we're coming out of here with the combo breakers. We got this one, all three points. <laughs> Good build up, I think, to to, to the, the final game on Saturday night, right? We had that West Coast game that we were really excited about. And this one, San Diego Wave FC versus Angel City. I thought we were going to get back on track with this one. Lori, I was like, yes, <laughs> came through with our picks. We said, hey, there was so much buildup for this match on the West Coast. San Diego was not going to come out here and lose this game. But I didn't know if I was going to anticipate such a narrow scoreline. And on top of that, the lone goal being the young legend Jaden Shaw in the 30th minute 1-0 Angel City. Again, another one, all you needed to get all three points. But three starts for this player, three goals. Give me some of your takeaways from this match, Lori.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, well, first of all, the celebration won the weekend too. the the, the surfers and the for the wave. But great goal by Jaden Shaw. And I think she continues to show her maturity beyond her yep. years. I mean, it is it is awesome. And, and, and to do it in front of 32,000. Right. I think even Ali and Jen had asked about that. What's going through your mind? They were saying that during the broadcast when they interviewed her, like, what's going through your mind at this point in time? Are you nervous? Are you having fun? And she was like, it's a combination. And it's like, <laughs> this is what you love to hear. Right. Yeah. And I think I mean, we're see, we see that with Trinity Rodman. We see that with some a lot of these young players that are starting to come into the league. And um, it's, it's really fun to see. So what a moment um, for San Diego and what a moment for Jane Shaw, uh, you know, long stretches of the, the game, though. Credit to Angel City. They yep. continue to find their nuisance. I mean, yep. they're quite frankly a nuisance and and credit to their their entire team because they're finding ways to put pieces and the personnel together that, that make them succeed. And I mean, we even saw um, June Indo have to drop a little bit deeper, but continue, yep. continue to influence the attack. Um, I mean, I'm picturing a ball that she played into, I think it was McCaskill, kind of late, in, midway, late into the second half that like opened up, um, an attack for them. And it's just like the smallest little details like that, but they're finding ways. And I thought they were the better team. I and mean, we didn't even see San Diego have many chances at all, even in the second half. So, but listen, I think the storyline of this season to me is we think, you know, MVPs is the attack and gosh, there has been yeah. like, my goodness, there's been some great goals this season and yeah. it has been wild, but the goalkeeping oh my god god get out of town like yeah. what is up and kaylin sheridan i mean <sighs> read it the like, whole way yeah that's been it, wasn't it wasn't a great penalty kick especially on McCaskill's. um her ability to take yeah. um penalty kicks but regardless if it was you still have to make the save and i mean yeah. that's a massive save and i think that's another huge three points and big loss of th- at least one point yeah what, however you want to say it, two points, right, for um, for Angel City, because that at least would have given them a point going in.
1: in- I, I think, too, in, in terms of their their place in the standings right now, yeah. I mean, we're talking weeks, weeks yeah. and weeks now. This Angel City side has just been hovering mm-hmm. at that sev- seventh place position, and they just were have been unable to sort of break through and yeah get into the mix of the upper half of the table and every point counts right at this mm-hmm. point on moving forward and the opportunity finally did come by way of, of a penalty kick scenario but yeah share I'm with you Sheridan one of the best in, in this yeah. league in terms of, of, of penalty kick situations. And just sort of reading it the entire mm-hmm. way, uh, knowing, you know, where McCaskill was, was going to take it. And, and unfortunately on uh, McCaskill's and kind of, you know, shooting it in, in a, you know, it's kind of in a level in which it was going to possibly be savable, you know, yeah. for a goalkeeper making that leap, that type mm-hmm. of leap towards their, their, their right. I had to think about that for a second, towards yeah. their right. Um, but um, I think, right. Again, I said it earlier, I think in that, in that, in that rain uh, game with, your big time players making big big yeah. time plays right and, and and in this scenario it's it 's sheridan for mm-hmm. for the wave quite frankly, and um, massive scenes right mm-hmm. i mean you 'd love to see that a record breaking crowd of, of 32,000. It's it, it Snapdragon. It was it, it was great on, on the broadcast, came through. Sound, everyone sounded great on the feed. Mm-hmm. So shout out to everybody who went there, including a massive wave of, of Angel City fans yeah. and support. That's the fun uh, angle of that, right, when you've got the regional rivalry in place. But all three points for San Diego. They want to make sure they continue to stay involved in that shield race and uh, chase history as an, yeah. exp- as an expansion team.
2: They keep finding ways. I mean, obviously they lost last weekend to to Washington, right? But they're finding ways. I mean it's, oh, yeah. it's like Good on them, you
1: know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This one we had pegged as a draw, Lori, and I was thrilled when we got to be correct in this one, although I wasn't too sure about it. I thought at one point, okay, zero zero, is still the draw, right? But we actually got a couple goals in this one down the stretch. Kansas City Current versus Portland Thorns FC. We had to wait late in the game for this one to get some breakthrough goals. 1-1. Rocky Rodriguez for the Thorns in the 87th minute. And then you have Haley Mace in 94th, 90 plus four minutes of stoppage time, a ridiculous dead ball situation. And just delivering the current, a result thoughts on this one, (laughs) Laurie.
2: Well, I'm still going with the, the goalkeeping um, (sighs) admiration and celebration. We called it though. That was the one thing that we did. It was, I mean, she could easily be up there in the MVP um, should be right. Like not just, I'm not even just saying like, you know, goalkeeper of the year. I'm saying these, some of these goalkeepers have been, yeah, absolutely they have MVP cases. Honestly, French
1: yeah.
2: has been such a catalyst um, for this team and their success. And like, my goodness, she was awesome again. And especially with Elizabeth ball that we talked about being out for yellow card accumulation. Really? Um, But this Kansas city, I think uh, I, I love this game. I thought it was, a, you know, you have a, a Portland team that had a lot of rest. I like the way that they play. I think that they have you bring in a Rocky Rodriguez off the yeah. bench. Like I mean, we've known that throughout, right? So we yeah. have a lot of depth. Um, she added a lot. I think when she came in um, as a sub, obviously getting the go-ahead goal. But this is a this is a Kansas City team that continues to have this mentality of like <laughs> we're in this and we're gonna we're gonna fight to the end. It, it might not be the prettiest thing, but I, I yelled out loud when. Um, when the Haley Base goal went in. I, I, <laughs> if I was in that wall, I wouldn't
1: even have yeah. the reaction. I would just ducked if that was coming at me. I'd be like, ah so it's a um, situation of It's a, it just a, it's just a situational moment of, of it all. It's like yeah. you know stoppage at the death. It was literally at the death yeah. for this team. Um and God, what a time for for Kansas yeah. City. And for Mace specifically, right? She's been we're talking about you know in players in their individual performances that have sort of uh shown through and and have really, uh, you know, shined on the pitch for the teams. And and while we're talking about 80 French and goal, you know, Haley Mace is one of these players where they're current are very clearly a much better team when she's on, you know, and available, uh, for them. So, you know, splitting the points between these two teams and, um, we had multiple shiftings in the standings, yeah. uh, you know, throughout the weekend from Friday to Sunday. But here is where they end now ahead of next week. We've got San Diego Wave on top of the standings with 34 points. Houston Dash, <laughs> number two, 33. Kansas City in third place with 33 points as well. Portland Thorns, fourth place with 32 points. And we've got Ole Rain in fifth place with 31 points, Chicago Red Stars in sixth place with 30 points. And we're looking at the bottom half of the table, it's still Angel City in seventh place with 26 points, North Carolina Courage in eighth place with 25, Orlando Pride in ninth with 21, Washington Spirit in 10th with 19 points, and out of playoffs is Racing Louisville in 11. And we've got New Jersey, New York, Gotham, FC in 12th place. So some interesting things to take a look at and keep an eye on in the week ahead, but we've got women's super league action to recap for you all in this episode as well. We're going to do that though, after a quick break.
0: This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name, your price tool from progressive.
1: Let's chat. Women's Super League. Quick reminder you can watch NWSL games and Women's Super League games on Paramount. Plus, we finally had the return of Women's Super League. There was been a pause in play by the FA due to the passing of Queen Elizabeth, so there was a postponement of the opening weekend for Women's Super League. But back to action. Over the course of the weekend, we had Arsenal uh, kick things off with a massive win, a couple big winners over this weekend, and uh, look, a couple massive upsets, which we are excited to talk about. But Arsenal uh, defeating uh, Brighton and Hove Albion 4 0, Manchester United also putting up four on Reading over the weekend. And then we had West Ham defeating Everton 1 0, Leicester City and Tottenham ending 2 1. Spurs taking all three points in that one. But we got to talk about a couple of these games where you could watch them exclusively on Paramount Plus if you missed them. But Aston Villa defeating Manchester City 4-3 and Liverpool upsetting Mm -hmm. Chelsea (laughs) 2-1. Laurie, let's talk about it. (laughs) Because, listen, these were the games that absolutely had me in my feelings. I was like, did we just make terrible picks. And as we went through them we, we weren't so bad in NWSL, but we, we definitely, <laughs> we definitely were off a little bit on, on women's super league. Look, I, I, we were talking about Aston Villa going up against Manchester city and saying, you know, I, I thought I, maybe there was going to be a draw. You know, hmm. I thought we would see some, some, some fun competitive soccer. I thought, Hey, maybe there's going to be a little bit of that, like, you know, seasony or, or game one, technically match day two, kind of rust to still kick off things. Uh, and, and look on paper, you look at Manchester city and they've got a pretty talented roster yeah. up yeah. and down. Right. But I was just kind of like, I don't know what we're going to see from coach Garrett Taylor and what decisions we're going to see from, from this team. And, um, for a second there, it looked like you were going to be right, Lori. I know you had Man, Man City in this one. Yeah. But Aston Villa coming, coming from behind Rachel Daly, leading the way, quite frankly, in this one. 4-3. Yeah. <laughs> what, what were you thinking when you saw this scoreline?
2: <laughs> I was like, well, listen, thank you because we love goals. And yep. this you know, was also like the soccer gods are setting us up for the Man City-Chelsea game this coming weekend. So two teams of yep. loss that we didn't yep. expect to. Um, However, I mean, credit to Aston Villa like a couple of those goals were certainly off of their defensive play in their own attacking half that just picked off um, Man City. I think the one thing that was evident to me though, is with how good Man City is, you know, what does this team look like maybe without Akira Walsh who's going to be like setting play. Right. And I think sometimes that's the risk you run when you have like so much of like these great players attacking players, but then who's going to kind of be the one in the spine It's going to be like, just like shut things down or keep the tempo moving or, um, speed it up when necessary, slow things down. And so I'll be curious what this looks like going forward for Man City, but I mean, obviously have like the ability to win these games and could have easily, well, I say easily loosely could have won this game, Man City. Right. But, um, as Great energy, great first goal from Rachel Daly. I mean, just like, yeah, almost swinging around. We've seen her do that time and time again with Houston, though. I mean, I like a Rachel Daly. I mean, I get in with England, um, playing right back, but yeah. I love a Rachel Daly up top. Oh, I mean, yeah, test what a, and like just take some great touches to like, um, draw defenders in, set players up, does a lot on her own, but um, it was fun to see her again. And this is a fun back and forth game, right? And I think, um, even though I, I really thought Man City was going to come away, whew, oh man, setting themselves up. So
1: yeah, no, it was also like the you just saw like the timing of, of some of these goals, right? Like yeah. it was a wild like second half, particularly right from from like that early like 50th minute through through the 60th yeah, yeah. minute, you're like and forward, goal, goal, yeah. back and forth, and it was it's just, just kind of like, oh my <laughs> goodness, <laughs> like what's what's going on here? Um, yeah, no, massive performance, right? From uh from 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 Rachel Daly, good to see that. Uh, we. Look, we know that uh, with the Lionesses, she's, a, she's an outside back, but we got to the, the treat of watching her in NWSL as, as an attacker and seeing her as an attacker. And I love that when Ashton Villa went ahead and made this acquisition for, mm-hmm. for Rachel Daly, this big transfer between them and Houston Dash, uh, they addressed it right away. The coach was like, listen, we know where she plays for the Lions, but we want Rachel Daly to come to Asheville and yeah. be, and be an attacker. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, keep keeping, keeping, you know, on brand, right. Keeping, keeping true to their word. And we got to see, uh, see that come to life, you know, mm-hmm. quite frankly, a little bit of a gaffe too, right. With that kind of game winner, ultimately from, yeah. from, from Rachel Daly, we, just saw her continuing her run, keeping up following, you know, the Mm -hmm. ball and just a little bit of a dribble right inside the box. She was able to go ahead and poach and, Mm -hmm. and, and and put it away in the 76th minute, but uh, it felt end to end at one Mm -hmm. point. And and you could see like, like the, the scenes out of it, right? Like just Mm -hmm. sort of the, uh, what it meant to a franchise, like, like Aston Villa, like going into this game again, Mm -hmm. like not only was, did you look at maybe the rosters and, and, and perhaps Give the advantage to to Manchester City with some of the talent that they have across their across the roster, but you look at Aston Villa, you also had something like history, right, between these yeah, two teams yeah. that, that that you're looking at, like having lost four of their their Women's Super League matches against Manchester City, and within that, conceding 17 goals while failing to score themselves. So it's like you sort of had these like different scenarios coming in and leading up into it, and knowing all of that, the history between it, you just absolutely saw you know yeah. the players the the coaching staff like what it what it meant to them to sort of get this get this win and it was delightful uh to see but but other scenes as well maybe disappointed ones for yeah. for Chelsea when we're looking at Liverpool taking on Chelsea look we both win Chelsea and this one how do you not how do you pick against the the reigning title holders right so you mm-hmm. have Liverpool going up against Chelsea and they pull off the win in this one and they get the win two to one but a, a little bit of different scenes in, in this one we're talking all penalties all penalty yeah. kick scenarios Pretty in true. this game yeah yeah I, don't, I had no idea, like if you were if you were the betting type and you wanted to have some type of like, you know, kind of like quirky <laughs> bets, you know, and say like, you know what, every single goal in this match is going to be a PK. Listen, keep betting because you're yeah. a genius. No one had that. <laughs> bet. No one imagined that scenario in this game, let alone a 2-1 victory by way of the Reds. So what a way to reintroduce your, uh, yourselves back into the league.
2: Yeah, Katie Stengel, we're talking about Houston, former Houston dash oh, players. <laughs> Katie Stengel back in the next scoring the two penalty kicks. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There was also the the offside call on Sam Kerr early yeah. on in the game that to me was um unfortunate, not offside. Yeah that would have been you know a game changer, it would have gone up 2-0. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I think that the interesting thing Chelsea Domination in terms of possession, you just kind of felt like there was a lack, a little bit of freshness and like sharpness um, to them. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, the same with Man City, I'll be curious, but more so with Chelsea. I think you just get back to the training ground. You're not you're upset with that, um, that loss. Right. But you you learn from it and and you keep going. So but huge, huge from Liverpool kept in it. Yeah. You know,
1: to go down that early too, I mean, it wasn't just like any penalty kick. It was like, you're talking the opening minute yeah. of, of the match. Right. And you have Frank Kirby, uh, you know, setting up to convert and they're already leading one one zero by, by the third minute of this game, but it was good to sort of see Liverpool kind of play themselves back into the game a bit. They were, obviously looked a little bit better in, you know, in, in transition for, for me, you know, and, and at one point thought maybe it could have been one, one going into a, uh, uh, going into early into into the first half there. But uh I guess all's well that ends well. And mm-hmm. we've got a couple of upsets uh that uh, introduced themselves to Paramount Plus audiences. I thought it was a nice way <laughs> to say, hey, keep watching Women's Super League on Paramount Plus. uh Delightful. Uh, glad we're able to to chat all things NWSL and Women's Super League now on Attacking Third. And I'm happy to be able to do that with you too, Laura. So thanks for, for being here with me yeah, and making sure yeah. I have somebody to talk about soccer with thanks everybody for joining us today in the live we appreciate whenever you come through and join us on our episodes thanks so much for listening to attacking third download follow and listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts apple podcast spotify google podcast you can subscribe to us on youtube to know whenever we go live it's official women's super league is in action it's official Playoff push going on in NWSL. Mm-hmm. Watch all the action on Paramount Plus. Lori and I will be back on Wednesday with so much more for sandra Rura and Lori Lindsay. This was attacking third.